Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast. I'm your host, Josh or Jim Oscars, joined as always by my co host, Kyler Fate. Thank you for being here. What's up? We're back. It's episode 117. And uh, got some got some good stuff to, to talk about. You've been playing MLB The Show 22, right? Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Did, when did that come out? Did that come out this past week? April 1st. April 1st. That's when nice pre-orders things. for the $90 version got to play it. Mm. And then I think the regular, if you just bought the regular version, I think it's the 5th. I see, out. I see. I saw on in the, the PlayStation store the other day, they were advertising DLC for it already. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, one, what is this DLC? And, and two, why is there day one DLC? I have no idea. Didn't hear about it. I don't know. How are you liking the game? Is it better, worse, same? Uh, better, a little bit. Interesting. What have they? Uh, what have they improved upon? What the fuck? Okay, virus and threat protection was loud as fuck in my ear. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's hard to explain. Some of the con, like con, like stuff for when you don't want to put money to the game to buy packs. Mm-hmm. You can get cards easier just by grinding the game out like a conquest map okay pretty much you just play you take control over this area you play three inning games when you play a team Hmm. it takes time like there's this one map that is literally like the side it's the united states and it's every team yeah and uh the guy a guy that i watch on youtube said it took him eight hours to do it but you get good rewards from it. You get uh, a couple diamond cards. You get a bunch of, uh, like, packs with gold or diamond players. You get, you know, good prospect cards for collections and shit. Stuff that you could I just realized one of my cables is literally sitting right on top of the heat. Huh. There we go. I was listening the whole time. But while you're talking, I'm looking down. And I just turned the heat on. I'm like, what is that smell? And I looked down at one of my computer cables. It's literally just resting right on top of the heat. I was like, oh, shit. That's always good. So it's it's like a map of the U.S. And you just have to play certain games. And you win over certain portions of the, the country. Yeah. You, essentially. There, you can play, like, when you take over, like, an area. Like, they're, like, these little, like, spots. And hmm. uh, you have to, like... Say that the one spot will have a one in it, and then the other one will have a two. You attack it, and you still have a chance to lose, but you have like a, a medium chance of winning, what it says. Yeah. I had, I attacked, it was a, I think it was a seven to two. Like, it, easy win for me, high chance of winning, and I fucking lost. Ooh. <laughs> it was fucking mad. Uh, Usually the numbers, the higher the number you have, the lower the difficulty you can play on. Like if I attack a stronghold that I have like 16, the the numbers are millions. So it's 16 millions. They're fans. Okay. Okay. So it'll be like 16 million fans to like, I don't know, 10 million fans. The lowest I can play on for difficulty wise is all star. What are the, what are the difficulties? Rookie, I'd have to look. I'm currently opening a pack of oh, okay. just random shit right now. 
I'm just curious because All Stars. I'm guessing that's the highest difficulty. All Stars medium, like right in the oh. middle. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and there's Hall of Fame and Legend. I think are two higher than that. Oh, okay. Let me go to single player. Let's play against the CPU. Uh, we got rookie, veteran, all star, Hall of Fame, and legend. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I'm so confused. <laughs> Going through, like, I can play against the CPU. There's, like, a chance I'll win some. Uh, the Orioles is the only team that has a different percentage. I'm confused. It means you have a lower chance out. of picking or getting whatever. I was, was going to say, it is dead quiet here all day long until I start recording the podcast or streaming every day without fail. I was streaming the other day. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I guess it was yesterday. Dead quiet all day. Starts. I start the stream up immediately. There's like motorcycles going by. They're literally. It sounds like they're circling my block for hours on end. It's like now we got large trucks going by. It's like it's eight. At, it's eight o'clock at night. What? The, why are all these people out all of a sudden driving their loud ass vehicles? Just fuck it. Without fail. So you've you've just been playing MLB the show since it's come out. And that's that's all you've been playing lately, probably. Uh, pretty much, yeah. It's. Uh, we played a uh, Apex the other day. I forgot what day that was. I don't remember. But we were playing Apex the other day briefly. We played a couple of games, and it was like, ooh, this isn't going well. Well, no, they fucking, they fucked the audio up. Hmm. I haven't played it in quite some time. <laughs> I think they had, like, the new event that came out. Okay. Uh, it, every time they update the game, it fucks something up. Like, bad. So, like, Pathfinder can't use his grapples. Like, Watson can't even put down her fences. How do you screw that up? The way they have it, like, filed, I think they're just piling on top of each other. And it'll, like, there was something that said they updated, put a new season in. And it fucks something up from, like, season one. Interesting. I guess the way they're doing their shit is, like, I don't know, they're piling it on. It's just weird. It's annoying and fucking everything up but i roll with it say fuck it i I don't i don't care i'm just here for a fucking good time i just i just played a couple games with you and i was like all right i needed a change of pace for a little bit for an actual first person like competitive shooter i've been playing so many single player games lately and just grinding those out it's been a ton of fun jesus christ who's driving the motorcycle down my block they're getting into it i am that's what i'm saying fuck these people man i hate living in town Cannot wait till we move. Yeah, I've been playing so many single player games lately, and it's just like I've enjoyed them all. They've been fantastic. But oh my god, I need a break. <laughs> it's like we've been playing uh I've been playing the shit out of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is like a Borderlands spin-off game. It's it's so much it's so much fun. It's such a good game. I got it. I bu- I got it for the Xbox, and then I bought it yesterday on PlayStation. Lindsay and I were playing it a bit. I've been loving it. It's great. But it's not like a first-person shooter per se, right? I, out of all the Borderlands games, this is the one where it's like I've been meleeing enemies all the time, using like the magic and the abilities and stuff. I there are just long stretches where I just don't even fire my gun, and like the whole premise of the game is like you're it's a first-person shooter set in a fantasy world, 
and uh, you run around with like guns that are just they have like bits of crap crammed into them to make them look a little bit more fantasy like and uh there are so many long stretches where i just don't even use my gun because it's just i don't know there's so many other options i playing the shit out of that it's been a ton of fun been streaming it and uh yeah even then it's like all right I, this is great this is great but I have that like first person shooter itch. I, I want to get back into one, but I don't even know where to begin. I was contemplating Rainbow Six Siege and I was like, eh. I played that the other I don't day. Know. It's not terrible. Really? It, I, I, I just have such a hard time. I need a game where I can just drop in and drop out and not have to worry about being stuck with good or bad teammates. The Siege in particular is yeah, a game where right. it's like, if your teammates are terrible or fucking you over, it's like, you're going to have a rough go. Those games don't exist, so good luck with that. Yeah. Every game yeah. that I play is just team based. I think. Yeah, well, I Apex, know. you can kind of go by yourself, but see, I, I Apex, there's, I just don't understand the maps well enough. I don't understand the, like, the abilities well enough. There's just no way I can drop in solo and do anything. That's a game you can't just pick up and play. You need to actually grind it. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, I didn't do well when we were playing, but I did better. Than, like, I did. I was able to hold my own briefly. I, mean, I was, I was taking, I was knocking people down, get a couple of kills. But again, it's like I don't know the weapons even. I don't know the maps. I'm just like I have no idea what's going on. I'm just gonna follow you guys around. If I see an enemy, I'll shoot him. And then I was just struggling to find ammo the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you have those days. Yeah, I think that's that's honestly my biggest problem in. Uh, like battle royales, I just always struggle to find ammo. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I don't play them enough that I'm I'm like the like sidekick almost, like I'm just following people around the whole time, and so I'm constantly like going through the remains of the loot as opposed to running off on my own and getting it for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is what it is. I don't really care too much. I was enjoyed it a little bit, I guess. And then we had the our teammate, which was just. The one in particular was just like, you guys suck. You don't know what you're doing. It's like, bro, I did more damage than you. I don't fucking play this game. I think you're like a level fucking... You were like, like 30 something. 30. Yeah, something like that. Does he expect anything out of someone that low of a level? It's like, bro, I've literally not played this game in years. I've not played this since like year one or two, I think. And you're sitting here talking shit. It's like, I don't fucking play this game. And I did better than you. And you're still talking shit. It's like, you need to get good. Because apparently you just put all this, you've put all this time and effort into this game, and you're still bad. <laughs> I, had I don't fucking know. Someone talking shit to Gilmore the one time. I'm like, hmm. it. He was in game chat. We were in party chat. I seen he was talking, and he, we we left him because too many people landed there, and we we weren't in the mood to sit there and fight for our fucking lives. So, I uh, I seen his mic moving, so I left the party. Or I didn't leave the board. You know, I switched. It I love when people do that. Can I point this out? I love when people are, are sitting there shit talking in game chat and it's clear that your teammates are not in game chat. Yeah. Our mics aren't there. <laughs> like, you, you uh, literally, we cannot hear you. You're just shouting to yourself. So I went into the game chat to see what he was talking about. And he was, because Gilmore has 7,000 kills in Pathfinder, but he doesn't have a 4K badge. He has 3K, which is the damage. Mm-hmm. Having a 3K badge to me is like good for an average player. Like, okay. Most average players have it, like, you know, slightly above average players. And he was just laughing that he that he didn't have his 4K badge. And I'm like, dude, it not everyone needs a 4K badge. I don't know what you're fucking laughing about. He's like, you guys just <laughs> fucking suck. I'm like, it's pubs. 
like, well, you, you guys left this and that. I'm like, yeah, because a lot of people landed there, and we didn't fucking want to go into a place that has no guns. So, I mean, we just kind of went and did our own thing, literally up the hill. Right. He just kept running his fucking mouth. And I'm like, dude, it's pubs. If you wanted to take this game that seriously, go play fucking ranked. And he left. <laughs> just leave, dude. You're dead. Your whole squad's dead. I don't know why you're still running your fucking mouth. Apex, like, solo queued players are losers. Like, they genuinely just hate it. They blame their team for everything. Like, I'm, I'm looking up, like, what this badge looks like. And you can buy accounts that have, like, yeah. 4K damage, yeah. 20 kill badge, uh, stuff like that. And I'm like, I should just buy one of these accounts and and just fucking tank every game before <laughs> <laughs> I get matched up with. <laughs> And then I'll just sit there like, where's your 4K damage badge, bro? You fucking suck. Get on my yeah, level. Pussy. I wasn't even trying that game. You fucking suck. <laughs> oh, man. That would be fucking funny. I'd have to I have to figure out a, a, like a creative, funny way to troll people, though. I can't just sit there and be like, you fucking suck. That's not creative. I should be like, you just don't you don't even get what I was going for, man. Like, you just like you're, you're not grasping my strategy. And really, you cost us that game. See, I'm more of a second half player, and you're out here trying to trying to run a, a sprint, and I'm more of a marathon kind of guy. <laughs> I, I'm just people will feed nonsense. into it too. That's the best part. Dude, people are fucking stupid. Yeah, there the amount of times the I, I've talked about plenty of times on on the show here the the uh, neckbeard subreddit, the just neckbeard things. I think mm-hmm. that's what it's called. And the amount of times people post stuff on there, a lot of times it's from the same guy. And they do not get that it's satire. I'm like, you people are, are fucking stupid. This is so obviously satire. It's so obviously over the top, hitting every single stereotype right on the nose. And they're just like, God, this guy's such a neckbeard. It's like, he is very clearly not a neckbeard. Like, this this guy's in great shape. He's making high, like, not quality isn't like the, the camera work is, is higher quality. Like, it's very clearly edited pretty well. And it is just so over the top. It's like, this is such obvious satire. And you people are so fucking dumb that you keep falling for it. And they post it constantly. And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, people on the internet just don't understand sarcasm and satire at all. No. I don't know how many times. Back, this is right when I was in high school. And then, like, the year afterwards when I was working at the grocery store. And uh, people would come in. And do you know the National Enquirer magazine? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's it's a it's a satire magazine, and it's like it's like one of the ones where it's like one of those magazines where it's like a tabloid where it's like Oprah Winfrey kills Doctor Phil like that sort of shit, <laughs> and it's like Kanye West did he murder the Kardashians? Did he rape all of the Kardashians? It's like no, this is just nonsense tabloid shit. But people come in and they're just like it's the only good newspaper out there, you know? They don't bog you down all this political nonsense, and it's like. It's fucking satire, you moron. <laughs> it's like shit like that. I remember one guy came in. I don't know what mag. It was like I don't know if it was People magazine or something. It was like one of those like main, like more like uh, the larger scaled magazines. And like Caitlyn Jenner was on the cover, and some guy came in and went through and turned every single vault, every single like copy of it around. And was like, you need to get that crap off your shelves. This is disgusting. I'm just like. Bro, I don't care how you feel about like Caitlyn Jenner, but quit fucking up the magazines. 
And like, we turned it back around. I was like, sir, you can't keep turning the magazine around. I was like, I don't want little children looking at that. I'm like, no child is coming through here reading about Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, really? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. People are fucking, fucking dumb. I had an uh, experience sometime last week. I don't remember when. It, oh, well, no, it was, wasn't last week because uh, I was going to bring it up on last week's podcast, but I didn't uh, get a chance to mention it. It was like previous Thursday or Friday. I go to, I'm going to work and there's this old prison uh, right down the block from where I work. Excuse me. And uh, it's it's been closed for years. I don't I, I, I wasn't in town when it was open, so I don't know when they closed it down. Some guy bought it and in in his uh, he's like refurbishing it for something. I don't know what and they're in there working all the time. Anyway, I'm getting to work and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming down the street. And I'm, I'm pulling into a, one of the parking spots. Uh, on the side of the road and this guy is walking down the sidewalk you know parallel with my car as i pull in the spot he's like right level with my car i put my car on park i get ready to, to turn it off the car and he comes over to my the window on the passenger side window i'm like oh this will be good and uh he, he i'm trying to figure out how to describe him best he doesn't he's not like homeless looking but he's kind of like shoddy looking like he's you know he's kind of you know scroungy or whatever mm-hmm. clothes are dirty torn up a little bit i'm like all right this is we'll see how this goes <laughs> i'm like this isn't a, a great neighborhood to begin with and so he, he knocks on the window i'm like oh, one second bro and whatever and I, I roll the window down like an inch and a half maybe he's like yo do you know about this prison and i'm like i'm like oh yeah, they closed up a while ago i don't know what he's doing with these like no man no no do you know about this prison i'm just like I, I don't know man i don't really know anything about it i just i just work in town here i don't live here he's like bro this prison was fucked up man I'm telling you, man, it was fucked up. I'm like, okay. He's like, no, nah, you don't even understand, man. It was, this shit was fucked up, man. You got like, he's like, you got uh, COs in there. Like, you know, and he's like motioning a little bit. I'm like, what? what? He's like, bro. He's like, man, you got COs in there. They was raping the prisoners and shit. I'm just like, okay. He's like, there was so much shit going on, man. Like they were raping prisoners. They were doing, they were drugging them and shit. Like oh, okay, he's like, man, th- this prison was fucked up, man. I'm like, oh man, it sucks. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, yeah, I just want to look into it, man. I'm like, okay. He's like, oh man, and he get, he just walks away. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. And I roll my, I, I roll the window up, and I turn the car off, <laughs> and I, I get ready to get out, and he starts walking back. He like, I see him like nod towards me. I'm like, oh shit. And I turn the car back on, roll the window down another inch and a half. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, dog, I'm telling you, man, look into the prison. Like, okay. He's like. Gotta look into it, man. It's it's fucked up, man. This shit that went down here, man. It's messed up, man. It should never happen. I'm like, all right, all right, man. He's like, yeah. And he walks away again. I'm like, all right. And I roll the window back up and I leave the car running for a minute. And he he keeps walking and he gets down to the block and, and crosses the street. I'm like, all right. And I turn the car off, get out, close it, lock it up, go and I walk to my office. And I'm just I get inside. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, what? Who was that guy? Why is he so interested in this prison? He was probably the and one What does he care? Everybody. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I was, I was like, that was, uh, that was interesting. Have you ever had like random experiences with like homeless people like asking you for money or shit on the street? Not necessarily homeless people, just people in general coming up to you on the street that have been like weird? No, because I live in the middle of fucking nowhere and I barely go to the city. Fair enough. I've had it happen a number of times. I, mean, I was in college. This is at uh, University of North Carolina. I was, uh, I don't remember if I was walking back to my car. 
don't remember what I was doing. I was just walking up the street and this guy comes up to me. He's wearing like this big, not like fat, but like, you know, like the big bulky black guy, right? He's like a, a husky, I guess is what you'd call it. And he comes up to me. He's got like shorts and like a, a dirty white t-shirt on. He's like, hey, man. Hey, sorry. God bless you, man. How you doing? I'm like, how's it going? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, man, do you have do you have a couple bucks? Just a couple bucks in, in cash, man. My my family were just parked down there around the corner at the at the gas station. You know, a car ran out of gas. We just need a couple bucks to to fill up. And I'm just like in the back of my head thinking like, there's no gas station in the in, within like a block or two of here in the direction that he's he's pointing to. But whatever. I'm like, I don't I don't carry cash, man. I'm just you know I'm just passing through. He's like, oh man, I'm just just a couple bucks, man. Just looking for a couple bucks. I'm just like, I. I don't, I'm sorry, man. I don't. I don't carry cash, and I, I gotta. I gotta get to class. He's like, ah, all right. Well, God bless you, man. I'm a pastor, you know. My, you know, my family's over there. We're just trying to trying to get home. You know, we're on the we're on the road here. I'm just trying to get, get back home. Like I said, I'm a pastor. I'm just go. You know, if you could spare a couple bucks, I'm just like, like I said, man. I don't. I don't carry cash. I don't have anything on me. He's like, ah, right, man. Well, God bless. God bless. And I walk away. I'm just like, I'm like, thank God he did not get more aggressive. I mean, I was in the middle of campus, so it wasn't nothing was gonna happen. But I had, uh, this was right after I'd graduated high school. I had like $800 in cash on me because of all the graduation gifts. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> this is the worst time for me to be lying through my teeth about not having cash on me. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. We had that. When we were, I don't know what, it was like fifth or sixth grade maybe. We had, uh, we were in, uh, I think it was, was it Washington, D.C. maybe? I've been Washington DC. We were uh, it was for a school field trip, and uh, I don't remember the, all of the details of it. This it was, uh, but you we get paired up in like ki- like three kids and then one chaperone, and uh, I don't know what happened to my friend's dad where he just disappeared. I don't know if he was like hitting on some some mom that was there or something. I don't know. He just gone, and uh, we're walking. My friend's like, "Oh, this will be funny. Let's let's ask for money." And he pretends to be retarded. It's like stumbling around going like, uh. <laughs> and I'm like, people are like walking down the street past like, hey, we're just, we're just trying to get some money so we can get my friend some food. And they're like, oh, okay. And people, we got like $3 before my friend's dad showed back up. <laughs> and it's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> that was uh, fucking dangerous. <laughs> just a wee bit. Yeah. Was, I don't know. I think of other times when I've been stopped by people on the street, though. I don't know. Oh, yeah. This is t- three or four years ago, maybe. I went to New York with my cousin. Uh, for uh, We were there for a soccer match. We were watching uh, Barcelona play Juventus. And we met up with, uh, I think, yeah, my friend's girlfriend had met up with us already. Ricardo, you know Ricardo. He was there. And uh, we're waiting outside this, this, uh, this restaurant for lunch. And there's a... Uh, there's a homeless guy like laying on the the street and this guy comes walking up to us from a different direction in like a suit. He's got like the, the briefcase and he looks at us he's like, are you doctors? We're like, no. He's like, he doesn't look good. And we're like, okay. So you're not doctors. We're like, no. He's like, ah, oh, he needs some help. We're like probably, but we're not doctors. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, we should get a doctor for him. Like, okay. And he's like, yeah. And he walks away. <laughs> we're just like, what the fuck? That was, that was get on getting him a doctor because he's not looking too good. It's just some homeless guy like laying down outside this restaurant. We're like, okay, there's homeless people everywhere. Why are we helping this guy? This is the same trip 
when my this is before Ricardo and my my cousin's girlfriend had met up with us. My, it's just my cousin and I walking down the street, and there's like a bus stop, and there's a homeless guy lying on the the bench in the bus stop, and these two paramedics that are like helping him up, and his whole head, like his forehead, from like over like his left eye to the far right side of his face is split open. He's got blood pouring down his face, and these paramedics are sitting there helping him. And this guy, had, he seemed to have like no idea what was going on, probably from the head injury. We're just walking by. We're like, what the fuck? This is like, I don't know, 8 a.m. or something maybe. And we're just like, holy shit. That guy took a fucking hit. And uh, out in the, just in the middle of the middle of the road, you know, in the middle of New York City, near Times Square. And we're just like, what, what is happening here? It's like, New York's a fucking shit show. I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, crime rate, not crime rate, but like the numbers of crimes committed in New York, like breaking and enterings like murder and shit and it's like why would anyone live here no <laughs> this place is this is a fucking nightmare <laughs> fuck sounds like it uh even like even when we were there it was like we spent a day there and it was just non-stop nonsense like outside of the re- inside the restaurant and then at the game it was fine but like just walking around the city is just a, a real shit show we uh we're walking down the street i forget where we were going at the time and this guy's on the other side of the street and just shouting. He's like, what the fuck you want? He's like clearly looking at us. We're the only people walking around. And it was weird the, uh, to backtrack a bit. We went, it's like July middle, like July 20th, right? To get a time frame. So it's middle of the summer. Like it was a ghost town. Like we could literally see like a couple blocks away and there might be like one or two people on the street, which this is my first time in New York City on my own outside of like a school field trip. I'd never expected that. Like you always see like in the movies, like New York is just bustling. Like the sidewalks are completely filled and here there's like nobody out and about. I was like, this is weird as shit. So anyway, back to the, the main story was we've clearly knew this guy was yelling at us and he's like, what the fuck you guys want? You want to talk shit? Huh? You want to talk shit? And we're just like, the hell? He's like, yeah, you guys want to talk shit? Whatever, whatever. And he's like walking down the street across from us and he's walking, he's walking parallel to us, but on the opposite side of the street. He goes, he, he walks right in the middle of like this intersection. He's still talking shit. And he walks right in front of a, uh, a fire truck and he's talking shit still. We're like, what is going on? And the fire truck lays on the horn like two feet away from him. And you see him grab his ears and flips off the truck, the fire truck driver, walks away. Some random uh, guy is on like the opposite corner. He walks up to this guy. He's talking shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And the guy just like does that thing where he like pull, like puffs up his chest and it's like, he's like he's not taking shit and this guy's like going like what the fuck you want man like i puffs up the chest like pushes against him he's like that's what i thought and he walks away Interesting. <laughs> like he's talking shit but he has like his tail between his legs and like, like what the fuck it's a it's a messy place uh have you ever been in new york city no my mom we uh when we went through the tunnel the second we got out of the tunnel in the city we could literally smell it like it fucking stinks there it absolutely reeks. I was like, I've I've heard stuff like stories my whole life, like people like, oh, New York City's like crazy. It's such a cool place. There's so many things to do. And it's like, for sure, for sure. Like you can go watch a movie or get stabbed. Uh, you know, just whatever you want. Get some like 99 cent pizzas of pizza. It's I don't know. It I have no interest in going back to New York City. It's a real shithole. Uh, I don't know why people live there. Uh, it was it's a fucking mess. But I just I loved how frequent. It was just dealing with a random nonsense, people talking shit, 
just all the weird shit going on all over the place. Just the sheer amount of like police presence there, especially at like Times Square. It's uh it's an interesting place for sure, but not one I need to be at. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place yeah, to live. Fuck it. You know, I want to see you live there for a year. I would kill myself. See what, in the first what week, so. I want to see what would happen, like your experience living in city. New York City. I hate the city. <laughs> I hate any city. I'd rather drive forty five minutes to go to a fucking fast food restaurant than deal with the fucking city. I'm in between. I like having the stuff to do in a city, but I wouldn't want to live there. I like living like 30 minutes outside of a city and having space to do whatever I want and then having the option to drive into the city and do stuff. My parents lived like 30 minutes south of Cleveland for like a year and a half. And I visited, I don't know, five or six times maybe. And it was it was great. Like I'd stay, stay at their place. There's tons of space, all sorts of stuff to do. We drive to like the smaller town south of Cleveland and there's like all these nice little places to go to for lunch and stuff, kind of walk around town. I forget what this place was called. They had a goat goat's milk ice cream. It was so fucking good. It's like so like perfectly like creamy, and it's uh it's ah uh, it's fantastic. Can't find any anywhere around where I live, probably because it's I'm surrounded by fucking Amish people and fucking hillbillies, <laughs> middle of nowhere. But uh yeah, it was it was cool. But we have all this stuff to do, and then it's like all right, I'm uh, I'm interested in going to the city. We go in the city, go to like a nice upscale restaurant or whatever like valet service i'm like i can't even imagine anywhere remote i don't know how many hours i'd have to drive to get valet service where i live it's, it's insane it's like not that i need valet service but like the the fact that it's an option was nice it's like there's so many pointless to me it's nice in like uh when it's like miserable weather like it was super snowy uh when the one time we were there we, we go into we went to like a brazilian steakhouse yeah, uh, which is where you go, and they give you like unlimited meats and stuff, and they they come to your table and cut it right off the, off the uh, the, the chunk of meat. And they give you like the nice slices and stuff. Super good. You go inside, they have like a grand piano to the left, and we sit down. It's really nice and upscale. And then, uh, you know, on the way, and you give your big valet your key. He parks it in a like a secured lot, and we go back out. It's snowing pretty good, and uh, you know, my my stepdad walks to the door and says, "Hey, we're coming out." And the guy's like, "Okay, yeah, cool, cool. I'll get your key, your car." Um, I forget if he, if they gave him like a ticket maybe or something, you just hand him the ticket. So he knows like which car specifically, I don't remember, uh, at this particular restaurant and, uh, guy goes and gets it. He comes back, we get up and we, we head out and, you know, we, we, you know, you give the, the valet guy a tip, we get in the car and we drive off and we don't have to worry about like hiking through the snow or finding a parking spot. Super nice. Um, I, we've, I always tip those valet guys super, super well. Because they're literally stuck either standing out in the cold or just inside the the door. Usually they have like a double set of doors. So there's like a, you know, a foyer there so they can keep warm a little bit if it's super bad. But, you know, these, it's not a great job. You have to stand around super miserable. You're just kind of sitting waiting for people parking their cars and dealing with the shitty weather so they don't have to. So I always give them a nice tip. It's true. A lot of times they don't have a choice. Uh, You know, it's just like, I need a job. This is what's available. But you know they they might have picked it. Maybe you get a lot of good tips uh, doing it. So I have no idea. But place, so people will trust you with a high end vehicle. They might tip. Yeah. Better. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I I was tipping well either way, regardless of uh uh you know the weather, because it's like yeah, here you go. I appreciate it. Appreciate you taking care of my car. 
that was oh that was uh, another a separate thing in uh, in New York. We uh, I did not want to park like in a like on the street or in like one of those like fenced in lots. I'm like I'm parking in like an actual parking garage where it's nice and safe. We get there, you know, I have I park, I have the I have it all set up on my phone. I have our train tickets. I have like the the parking ticket. And I wasn't thinking at the time and I had terrible service in the city. So my phone is just constantly searching for a signal and my battery is draining like crazy. So it's we're getting ready to go back to the the parking garage, right? So we have to get on the train. I think we have two true train rides and then the the parking garage. My phone is at like 4% and we're like 45 minutes away. So we get to the, the train station. I'm like, oh, shit, shit, shit. And I uh, get the phone. I'm like, okay, it, I turn it on, get the tickets. All right, scan it real quick. All right, we're good. Go. And we, we hop on the train. I turn my phone off immediately. And as we're getting to the next stop, it's like, all right, and turn my phone on, get the tickets. All right, scan, scan. All right, go. We get back on the train. My phone's at like 1%. We get to the parking garage. I turn my phone on as we're at the counter. I'm like, yeah, sorry, my phone was dying. I didn't want to turn it on. I pull it up and I show the guy my my uh, my phone. He sees it. He's like, all right, cool. And my phone dies in my hand as I'm showing him the the parking ticket. But he, he was able to get it. It's like, thank God. But it was it was so nice. Like they they pull up with the the car. They kept it nice and safe. It was great. Tip that guy super well. If you're in a situation where people are taking care of your stuff or preparing your food, always tip well. You don't want people spitting in your food or trashing your car or whatever. It's it's weird. Like growing up, my grandfather still see still this way, terrible at tipping. It's like you get like a fifty dollar bill or something. He's like three bucks saw to cover the tip. I'm like that is less than ten percent. It's like he's like, well, what are they really doing? I'm like, they work for tips. It's like it was. Like, you need to tip them better than that. We would go out. We would go to like nice restaurants. We went to uh, this place, uh, the Angus Barn in Raleigh. And it's fairly expensive. And I, I paid for the meal. It's like, I don't know, it was like $280 or something. And my grandfather was like, I'll get the tip. I'm like, okay. He left the guy, he left the poor woman like $6. I'm like, oh my God. That's such a shit tip. Uh, so I, I, I left I left cash under my uh, on my end of the table under my plate. I was like, "Here's an actual tip." <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. I paid with my card, but I, I didn't leave a tip because I was like I was like, "Oh, he's leaving the tip, whatever." And he left that shit tip. I'm like, "Jeez, you need to learn to tip." This isn't the fucking forties, right? <laughs> you're like, you don't leave a dollar, then slap the waitress on the ass. It's, this isn't that time period anymore. <laughs> nah, you never know. Some of them might like it. Uh, uh, is yeah i don't know so it was, it was like a, we went this was last year i guess it was when we went to raleigh with Lindsay and i went with uh, my grandfather and her mom and uh yeah my grandfather I, every single meal we went out to where it was like an actual nice sit-down dinner i would have to leave like a cash tip because my grandfather would tip like shit <laughs> it's it's shocking me like people don't know how to do like people struggle with the math when they tip it's like I just leave at least 20%, if not more. It's so much easier. Like if the bill's like $55, it's like, all right, 550 is 10%, double it, $11. Easy. It's just, I don't, I don't get it. Especially if we're if like, I'm out to eat around here. Like if Buffalo Wild Wings is my go-to example. I go to Buffalo Wild Wings 
And they will literally make my food before people who were there before me because they know I tip well and I'm there all the time. It's great. It's the perfect reason to tip well. And they do a great job and I get my wings and I'm happy. And I give them a nice big tip. They're super nice. Talk to them a bit. Cut in line, essentially. It's good stuff. Tipping. Tipping is very important. If you tip like shit, they're going to treat you like shit. And then you're going to get more upset and they're going to be like, whatever. Don't tip me then. We'll spit in your food. We'll throw it on the floor. It'll be like that movie. Uh, was it Waiting? Or Waiter? Just Waiting. No idea. It's like, no, yeah, it's like, yeah they're going to spit in your food. They're going to rub their nuts in your mashed potatoes and shit. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Watching uh, trying to find like movies to watch. We I think I mentioned briefly on the show last week. We watched the new Spider-Man movie. Lindsay was interested in seeing how they brought back the uh, previous Spider-Man actors, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And uh, I'm gonna spoil the shit out of this movie. It's a Marvel movie, so you know my take on it's gonna be retarded. But uh, <laughs> we're watching it. I'm like, this will be interesting. This will be a shit show, and it is. The entire movie is them just making like the popular Spider-Man memes. Like they bring back the old Spider-Man and they do like the Spider-Man finger pointing meme at one point. It's just like, oh God, they have uh, the I'm something of a scientist myself line in there. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, they did like the my back, uh, the Tobey Maguire one. Uh, I can't remember all of them. I'm not familiar with all of them either, but. It's just a bunch of memes, and it's just them, like, it's just fan service out the ass. And then uh, apparently at one point they're like, I think uh, Tom Holland, who plays the current Spider-Man, is like, there's no reason that I shouldn't get, like, a Best Actor nomination. This shouldn't be nominated. This, like, there's no reason this shouldn't be nominated for, like, Best Picture. I'm like, these people are so fucking out of touch with, like, good cinema. They're so used to this shit Marvel popcorn flick nonsense that they think they're actually making, like, fantastic films it's like if you're into marvel movies if you're uh, like a spider-man fan and just marvel fan in general i'm sure you like the movies but like the fact that people are like this is top tier cinema it's like you're fucking idiots if that's what you believe like it's not top tier cinema it's just not it is popcorn movies it's just fast-paced action-packed memes that's all it is it's like yeah i can see how people enjoy it for sure Stop acting like it's these. There are these cinematic masterpieces because they're just not. It's like if I can sit here and tell you the entire plot of the movie, five minutes into it, it's not cleverly written enough to be worth best picture nomination. It's not well acted enough to be best picture. The best scene in the movie is from the assisting role of Tobey Maguire as his Spider-Man, uh, just making his cynical sort of remarks throughout the film. And I was like, okay, he's kind of entertaining. And that's it. The rest of the movie is just nonsense. Doesn't really mesh that well together. Like, the storyline doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, there's a, there's a part of the movie where, like, the main, like, Tom Holland, the new Spider-Man, is like, well, why don't, like, all the villains show up and they capture all the villains. And it's like, all right, we can send them back to their timelines. And he's like, what if, what if we try and help all of them? Well, let's, I'm going to release all of the villains. They're going to come with me to my uh, temporary apartment we're going to try and help them by taking away their superpowers. And it's like, who the thought this would be a reasonable fucking thought? <laughs> it's like, all right, they're supervillains. Let's let them out. Obviously, that's a bad idea. Let's try and take away their superpowers. It's like, what supervillain wants to give up his superpowers? It's fucking retarded. 
it's so dumb and it's like oh man let's just recreate like an iconic scene from the original film and then have this character die it's like it's just such nonsense i'm just sitting there the whole time like this movie fucking sucks and it's like two and a half hours long or something i'm like this is this is not good and uh yeah at the end they end up uh removing all those super villains powers send them back to their own universe universes and uh the day is saved and then uh, everybody part of it is uh they have benedict cumberbatch playing dr strange he performs a spell that uh erases everyone's memory of of tom holland as spider-man nobody remembers who peter parker and and spider-man are i guess they don't remember peter parker they remember spider-man but not peter parker and uh it's like oh man this is gut-wrenching it's like and then immediately immediately they like show hints that like the characters remember him. It's like, Oh, so yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> it's all for nothing. Anyway, they're going to retcon that immediately. I don't know. Typical Marvel nonsense. I'm waiting for uh what's that? I hate Marvel movies. They're all fucking boring. I, I, I just, they're just it's the same thing. over. It is. It, it literally is. And it's so shallow. Like they're just, I don't know. I just got yelled at I, earlier because I got invited to go watch a movie. It was the one with, uh, was it Jerry Leto? That I'm thinking of. Oh, Morbius, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Apparently, that is horrible. That is the wor- one of the worst Marvel movies, apparently. I They were like, oh, they were telling me it was a Marvel movie. I'm like, ah, here we fucking go. And like, I don't get like go out much. And I was saying to myself, if they're asking me, I might go. And then I lo- like watched the fucking trailer for it. I'm like, mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me? What is this? And he's like, it looks like a good movie. I'm like, in what fucking world? <laughs> he's like a vampire, I guess. Yeah. I don't know the storyline. It's all it's stupid. It's literally the dumbest. I like none of it makes sense to me. I don't know what he's even looking for or what he's like trying to get. Like what is at- every review I've read of it is like this is one of the worst movies we've ever seen. And making fun of it is the best part of it. <laughs> like, what? They, they were they were mad at me because I told them no. I'm like, well, I haven't even asked them how it was yet. <laughs> I like that. That's the movie they they use to try and get you to get out and go to the movies with them. Is fucking Morbius. <laughs> yeah. Like I've told them multiple times that I genuinely fucking hate like any superhero, Marvel fucking bullshit like that Mm -hmm. and they just don't fucking listen to me at all i i understand why they do this not morbius in particular but marvel movies in general and stuff like that i understand why they make them cater to the most general audience possible but i think that's the problem with the movies is they're so shallow because they have to tread so lightly like they have to be able to play it in china so like anytime you have characters that might be like I don't know, gay or something like something that like would people like the government of China would have a problem with. Like you can't, you have to go so light on it. So like it's so skin deep and shallow. It's like, Oh, we have a gay character. They're gay because you know, they hugged like a a female hugged another female. It's like, Oh wow. Disney over here taking big risks. It's like they just, there's no like uh, what's the word I'm looking for. There's like no meat and potatoes to it. It's just, it's all light veggies. (laughs) There's no substance. That's what I was going for. Like, there's no, I don't know. There's no substance. They just have to keep it as general as possible uh, because they they have to appease everyone they possibly can. 
I saw the latest thing. I don't really understand why it's in like a Toy Story related movie. The, they're doing like an animated Buzz Lightyear movie where it's not Buzz Lightyear, the uh, the action figure. It's Buzz Lightyear is like an actual human being. And uh, I don't know when that's coming out. Maybe this year or something. But apparently there was like a he's gay in it for some reason. And there's a scene where I guess he's like there's like a gay kiss and Disney took it out. And so many of their employees that have fit that they put it back in. They're like, we are all about representing LGBTQ plus. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we wanted to make sure this got in there. It's like, I can absolutely see them taking it back out so they can sell it in China (laughs) and seeing, uh, what kind of feedback they get in the U S from that. Just, I don't get it. I really don't get like. Disney in general has, has always been like that, I feel like. And then Marvel in particular is, is even more so where it's like, it's like, we're, we're trying to send a really powerful message, but not really. We just want to say we're sending a powerful message. It's like, we think murder is bad. It's like, wow, you're taking a really hard stance against murder, huh? You're saying it's bad. Okay. Murder is fun. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the hype for these movies. I, I I see that a lot. Whenever like a new Marvel movie comes out, you see people who are like reasonable where it's like, you know, it wasn't for I'm not like the target audience. It wasn't for me. I don't even then I don't think it was that great. It's like, OK, fair enough. That's a fair review, I guess. Obviously, they explain it better than that. But then you have a lot of people who are like Marvel does it again. They just can't make a bad movie. And it's like objectively like Morbius. It's like this is objectively a, a terrible movie. And you're going to defend it just because you feel like you have to defend everything Marvel related, everything Disney related. It's just like uh, my girlfriend, Lindsay, has a friend that's like that. Uh, I'm not going to name her in particular, but uh, she's named after Disney, which is like a sign already. And she is obsessed with everything Disney or Marvel related, apparently. Sounds cringe. And she she's one of those people where it's like everything Marvel, Disney related, it's automatically like a perfect perfect score perfect 11 out of 10 it's like oh god it's like i I hate that it's like you're allowed to enjoy something and still understand valid criticisms of it like i'm a huge fan of like from software games i love elden ring there are absolutely plenty of fair criticisms to be had against the game i'm trying to think of like ones people like some of the ui i guess could be clunky at times i guess i don't know uh, I'm trying to think of like actual criticisms people have had. I'm so steeped up in like the fan base of it that I, I'm I'm not seeing a ton of the criticisms of it. But there's I'm sure there's plenty out there that that's fair enough. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I don't I don't get people when people are like so far up their own ass that they just can't even like they're so far up the ass of the fandom they can't ex- even accept that criticism is like valid. Oh, here's the thing like politics, like. People that are so far up, like like they're so hopped up on like Biden or Trump that if you say anything like, yeah, I didn't really agree with this policy. They're like, oh, so you're a fucking communist. Oh, you're a, you're a Nazi. It's like, I'm what? <laughs> it's like you're allowed to criticize presidents. Like if you disagree with anything in particular, like even if you're not like not even like being aggressive about it, it's like, oh, you know, I didn't really care for that policy, but it's whatever. It's like you're a fucking Nazi. You disagreed with my person. How dare you? You're you're worse than the Nazis. It's like, what? what? <laughs> I just, I don't get the whole like 
I feel like everything nowadays, like you're either for the team or against the team and you're awful Yeah. with everything, politics, sports, which makes sense because it is team-based, but like politics, like movie fandoms and stuff like that, like video games. Like I've never understood like uh, the console wars. It's like, it's literally just a preference thing. Like whatever games you want to play, like who the fuck cares? And there's only PC master race. If you're on if you're on consoles, you're a fucking moron. It's like there's pros and cons to all of these things. I'm sorry that I don't have fucking a thousand frames per second like you. My fucking bad. I I that was okay. That was the thing I saw about Elden Ring, where the person was complaining. He's like, he's like, I've been playing. I've only been getting like 58 or 59 frames per second. It's like okay. He's like, it literally gives me a headache. It hurts to play. It's like you're you're full of shit. <laughs> I was like, it, there's just no way that's affecting you in any way whatsoever. He's like, it looks like garbage. I'm like, I'm sitting there reading it. I'm like, it's 58 frames per second. That is perfectly fine. It's like, there's no way this is hurting your eyes. There's no way it's giving you a headache because it's not hitting 60 frames per second exactly. It's like, it's, it's just nonsense. It's one frame. It's like, that's, that's not bad at all. Exactly. It's fucking bull- there how many games don't even hit 60 frames per second a lot of times because of issues with the 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 game. It's just like the optimization of it or whatever. It's like it's nonsense. If it's not hitting 30 frames per second, sure, fair enough. I that's that's kind of a problem with with modern day video games. If it's not hitting 30 frames per second, it's going to look a little a little janky, but like visually, your eye like human eyes can't see better than 60 frames per second for the most part. There's no way 58 and 59 frames per second are giving you headaches and causing your eyes to strain. No. It's like you're su- it's like you're such a fucking snob. It's like go fuck yourself. This is not a valid complaint. Fuck you. It's like ah, I, I hate that shit. I absolutely hate that shit. People are just I don't know, I people get so steeped up in their own fandoms. It's just absurd. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I, I don't know. I don't know. We've been trying a new thing here, switching topics completely. Typically, what we'll do, we do not have a washer and dryer in our apartment. Uh, we've been we've contemplated getting like the portable ones, but it's just it's not worth the hassle. And so uh, we'll go to like either Lindsay's mom's or my grandfather's or like my grandmother's occasionally. But we'll, we'll we we go to visit them frequently anyway. So it's like all right, when we go to visit, we'll take our clothes and we'll do our laundry there. And uh, We've been doing this thing where it's like, all right, Friday, I'll drop the dog off on the way back into the office, and on the, after work, I'll pick him up. I'll meet Lindsay there, and either we'll we'll go to her mom's or we'll 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 go to my grandfather's and do our laundry and stuff that way. That way, we have the entire weekend off, and uh, it's been great. It's been so nice having an actual weekend off as opposed to like being busy all day Saturday and then having Sunday off. It's like I'd like to have more than one day off a week. To, to focus on something other than like just busy nonsense even though i'm still working on like brand related stuff but we uh we did that we moved it so one of our we took a one of our workout days out of the week moved it to sunday because what will happen is like mondays it's like all right I get home from work i guess i'm gonna eat. a lot of times i'll stream but a lot of times i'll just hop on and play something then like tuesday wednesday thursday friday we get home make dinner we work out get like our showers and get cleaned up. It's like 9 30, 10 o'clock. It's like, fuck our whole night's gone. And it's like, 
basically five days out of the week, we would do literally nothing but work and do the workouts and stuff. And it's like Saturday comes around. It's like, all right, finally the weekend. Nope. Nope. Like I'll stream in the morning or whatever. But then it's like, all right, going to go do laundry. Going to go take care of all this stuff. Check in on the relatives. And it's like, all right, Sunday comes around. Got one day out of the out of the week to actually try and relax. It's just tiring. So we're trying something new. It's been going well. I'm feeling rejuvenated. Uh, I think I'm going to take some vacation. Days off. What's that? I try to make it so I have days to relax. Because if I don't, then it's just shit just piles on top of shit. And then more shit piles on top of shit. Then I lose it in the middle of the week. I... Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, feeling back to Colonel, but a couple of weeks ago, I had this thing. I'd been like between work, like my actual job and then working on the brand and stuff, doing editing, working on uh, other projects behind the scenes. I was probably working like 115 hours a week for like three or four months on end. I was fucking exhausted. And uh, there, were, there was like a couple days where I didn't know if I was awake or asleep still. I had no idea. Like I would, I would get up and I'd be like, I don't know if I'm dreaming or if I'm actually awake because like I, I would go to bed and I'd dream about just doing stuff around the house or going to work. Like I was so caught up in everything that like my dreams would literally just be whatever I would do in a normal day. And it was a nightmare. So I'd wake up and be like, I don't know if I'm awake or not, but I guess I'll just have to carry on like normal. <laughs> it was eventually like, like a week or two ago. I was like, all right, I, I took the day. I took off like the afternoon from work. And I went home. I just slept for a while. Uh, it was like it was two Fridays ago, maybe. I took the the afternoon off. Got home, slept. Saturday didn't stream. Just slept in a bit. Got up and was just relaxing or whatever. Took care of the stuff later on in the day. Sunday just relaxed. Slept in again. Took it easy. And I got refreshed. And I was like, holy shit! I need to like get shit together. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's not healthy to not know if I'm awake or not. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh my god. So I've been doing better, which is good, but it was like somewhat terrifying. I was like, this is not a healthy state of mind. I'm like, this is, this is bad. This is really bad. I'm like, this is, I need a break. See, so yeah, I'm, uh, taking it a bit easier. Uh, still, uh, I, I applied for a number of jobs. There's, I was surprised the number of people that had, that were hiring for like podcast editors and producers, uh, Vulture, which has like a magazine. They had a position open. I was like, sure, I'll apply. Why not? There's no way I'm ever going to get that position. But I was like, cool, this position's open. So I've been uh, I've been looking at a bunch of things like that. Uh, yeah, once I get something something new, I'm going to be thrilled because I'll have a ton more free time. I won't have to travel as much. I'll be home. I can, uh, can focus on that new job and then focus on the brand a lot more and just be more efficient with my time, which is what I prefer. They, uh, they, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. The one day I got back to the office at like 4.30 and they are giving me a hard time. I'm like, you're giving me a hard time getting back late. Have you ever, they're like, I was like, why Why am I even here? I shouldn't have to be here anyway. I should be able to work fully remotely. And they're like, well, it's about holding you account, holding people accountable. I'm like, you're holding me accountable. I'm like, well, that's, that's the point. I was like, tell me what what is it I do when I come back to the office in the afternoon? I'm like, well, you work on your, you're probably on your computer sending emails. I'm like, I come, I come in in the morning and I sit here for two hours on my phone watching YouTube videos and playing games. In the afternoon, I come back and I sit here watching YouTube videos and I play games on my phone. It is such a waste of my time and your money to have me in the office here. And like, well, you know, we feel like you should, you know, be more productive with your time. Like, I'm sitting in an office on a 13-year-old computer 
running 10 year old programs at in the at 4 30 in the afternoon having done all of my work already this is such a goddamn waste of my time <laughs> i was like what the fuck so yeah they uh i'm waiting to see i uh, i'm still pushing for uh remote remote work in a new job but i've also been pushing it at the office uh because uh I consistently get there later and later. Like I'm supposed to start at eight for some reason, even though no business is open at eight in the morning that wants to hear from me. I've been getting there at like 10 of nine, nine o'clock. And uh, they've stopped saying anything to me now about it, which has been nice. Got to show up later. Yeah. I, I, it's literally, I'm just like, why, why, why am I here? It's like most of the businesses in this area are not open. Like either they open at nine or 10 most of them don't open before 10 at all but it's like mondays business most businesses are not open mondays because it's like that i deal with because most of them are like small like uh quote unquote like mom and pop shops like they're owned they're like single locations and it's like they they work tuesday through saturday or sunday and like they need a day off so they pick monday because it's their slowest day that way they're open on the weekends and it's like they're not open mondays so there's almost nothing for me to do on mondays like I get my work done in advance, so I don't have to do it like later on work at the last minute. Like this is fucking dumb. It's like this is such a waste of my time. I don't know. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully something uh, something good comes up soon because I'm uh, I'm getting kind of tired of being stuck in an office wasting my time. Uh, anyway, couple of <laughs> done with my rants. Couple of uh, viewer or listener questions here. What are you proud of, but never had an excuse to talk about? Hmm. I feel like that's a weird question because we have a podcast. So if it's something we're proud of, we bring it up on the podcast. Yeah, I think I've really talked about everything and anything that I might be proud of. I My, my fitness, I've brought it up on the podcast a number of times. It's not something I talk about usually in uh, my day-to-day life. Because most people avoid me at all costs, <laughs> especially at the office. But like, yeah, my fitness for sure the last like year and a half or so. I've been, I've been very proud of it, proud of my progress. But I've had plenty of excuses to talk about it. Um. Oh, here, here we go. I uh, like my writing ability has improved quite a bit. I think. Uh, it's hard to do it in the descriptions of the podcast, but outside of the podcast and even in the descriptions a little bit i feel like my, my writing's improved a little bit but other than that i don't really know like i said we have a podcast so anytime we're proud of something we just bring it right up um doo, 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 doo. what is your best advice for attracting a woman money i'm single <laughs> i come out with a cynical <laughs> sexist approach and you just just like nah <laughs> I can't well, get money's great. Now. What makes you think I'm going to give you advice to get uh, Having good hygiene is good. Confidence. I I love uh, I love when people are like I just I don't know it's like the incels or like sort of thing where it's like ah women are just just don't they're just so picky. It's like bro, take a shower and use deodorant. It's not difficult. Brush no, your teeth. Don't tell me what the fuck to do. <laughs> it's like yeah yeah big deodorant coming in here trying to control my life. <laughs> It is it is shocking how how bad people are at like hygiene. Like I don't I there's there's one person at work that's like that uh that is uh vastly overweight and uh smells like absolute shit. 
uh, probably because they uh, they can't clean under their fat folds. Um, yeah, just good hygiene is, is goes a long way. You know, keep yourself clean, deodorant, brush your teeth, don't have greasy hair, don't look dirty. That's a <laughs> if you look dirty, they're not going to get close enough to find out if you smell dirty. We'll see. Uh, the thing around here is a lot of people will go places just after work, and they'll like especially mm-hmm. gas guys. So like that. Looking dirty in the area that I live in is completely normal. But- That's a fair point. I'm I'm referring more to like social areas. Like uh, if you're at like a like around here, we don't have a lot of like uh, like out not I don't want to say outside jobs, but like construction. There are construction jobs, but we don't have as much of that directly in the towns that have like the bars and stuff. It's more college oriented. So like if you if you showed up dirty in like a couple of the, like in the bars or the clubs or whatever, it's like. You're out of place. Um, yeah, just be clean. And uh, I don't know if you if you're not, you know, have some money at least. Have like a be have a stable job. Uh, I was gonna say don't live with your parents, but like I think I read like thirty percent of people under the age of thirty live with their parents. So that's I don't know. Have a plan. Just have a plan in life. That'll get you a long ways. I mean, if you're saving Be money good. and actually doing something and they still live with their parents, it's normal. But if you're in a relationship and you're constantly at your parents' house at the age of like 20 fucking eight, please do something. Yeah, I think like I think what you said was good. Where it's like if, you, if you're saving money, you're making it a point. Like, yeah, I'm living with my parents because I'm saving money to like get a place. Yeah, it's fair enough. That's That's totally reasonable. But just having a plan and having your shit figured out at least to a certain extent even is a is a good good thing. This isn't even just for picking up women. This is just in general. You should have this stuff. This is just for having people take you seriously, I guess. Uh, oh, this is a good question, actually. What's something you've bought that every time you use it, it makes you happy you purchased it? Can be small or large? PC. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I don't really buy like certain. I have like virtually nothing. I just have enough to get me by in life, like you know the essentials. Yeah. The other thing that I've actually like, I I didn't even get my PC. That was a Christmas present for my mom. Hmm. Uh, I got that. That that was like a big thing. That's it. Like that's. Yeah, I'm trying to think. My PC is probably one. I don't know. Uh my xbox <laughs> my uh my podcast planner logbook that i use for every episode i'm happy that it helps me keep things organized i've gotten a ton of use out of it um yeah my microphone set mostly like my electronics my my uh technical stuff yeah no. uh oh what's the biggest moment in your life when after a major event occurred you later thought, had I only done this, I would have been much better off. So what's an event where you thought, look back on it and said, oh, if I had done this, I would have been better off. Going to college, play baseball, and then never actually playing baseball. Hmm. I wish I would have. But the school. You think you would have been better off having played baseball? Yes. I actually had potential to go somewhere. I don't know about making it to like the majors, but like I could have played double A, triple A ball like a hundred percent. So I wonder like, I wonder how hard it is to get into like those lower leagues. I've noticed cause like there's so many teams. I wonder how hard it is. 
It's I'm curious. Like a lot of, I think the single A is like a lot of like college graduates and, you know, like young, hmm. young people. Uh, like I, the way the route I was taking, I was up in a place up in New York. So I had direct contact with like some like, you know, people that had played in it. Like they were, they trained you pretty much. You did stuff for them. It's just like uh, 60 kids split into like 230 groups into mm-hmm. like this massive facility and you just did random things. And then they'd get you on teams and then they'd send you to like camps with scouts. I was given a chance to have two full ride scholarships to a place in Florida and I think a place in Oregon. <laughs> nice. But. That, that was a little bit too far, like full rides. Like that's what I was going for. But of course the only two schools that I like, you know, were interested are complete different sides of the fucking country. Oregon's nice. I was, I almost went to school up there at Oregon university. It's tempting. I'd get hope uh, sick. I'm one of those guys. I'm a whole buddy. I'm absolutely, I'm the exact, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck where I'm at as long as I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a moment like I a lot of mine are like oh I should have done more with like uh like I don't know Bitcoin or something when I had the chance it would have been better off like that's not even that old like it's not even a major moment in my life I don't I can't think of any major moments that I like have any regrets on because generally it's like yeah this is what I felt at the moment I don't regret it uh I I was actually tempted, like, after you mentioned it, like, I should have kept playing baseball. I was good. I was a good fielder. I was a, a pretty good hitter. I, uh, I don't know. I just hated my coach, and so I stopped playing. This is the guy that would uh, bean me in practice constantly, and it pissed me off. Uh, he didn't like me because I played second base, and I was, I was, I'm not, I'm not, not trying to practice. Like, I was, I mean, this was, I was in middle school and then high school at the time. Or I was in middle school. I was in high school. Uh, I was good. I mean, I was pretty good for like that age group. And uh, his son wanted to play second base. And his son was not good. He was one of those people that just has no athletic uh, not uh, coordination. That's what I was going for. There's no coordination. Like you hit a ground ball to him and he just drops it every time. He throws it over, throws it over this first baseman's head. Our first baseman also couldn't catch a ball. And like this, this was the main reason why I quit was because the two of the coaches were like, I mean, this is at the age when like the parents of the players are the coaches. So like the head coach was the second baseman's dad, first baseman, uh, his dad was one of the coaches, like the assistant coach. And so those kids got to do whatever they wanted, even though they were terrible. And so it's like, I would, I'd be so happy whenever like the second baseman was sick or something. It's like, oh, I get to play second base and I'd play great. I'd be scooping up balls, flipping it up in my hand, throwing it to first base. I'm, you know, I'm making great plays and I'm, you know, pick getting people picked off and stuff. Whatever. And uh, you know, I'm just, I was I'm a, I'm I was a good fielder. I haven't played baseball in literally decades. <laughs> but I was a good fielder. I, I have good hand-eye coordination in that sense, and I was I was agile. And uh, I would be so pissed off whenever his son would be there because he's like, "Yep, second base." And he'd put me out in right field. I'd be standing out there fucking miserable watching this kid fuck up every single ball hit anywhere near him. And it's like, oh, ground ball to him. He throws it away. The kid's at second. 
They throw to second. He drops it and loses control of it. The kid's on his way to third. He throws it away. It's like, ah, and inside the park home run because this guy can't field or throw the ball, which are, I would say, two of the more important aspects of baseball are throwing and catching. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. And then uh, he was pissed because the uh, I got I got sent to like our local like uh, like all star team and they put me at second base and uh, his his son wasn't even invited I guess I don't know how it works I have no idea I just know like my, my my dad came over and told me like hey they want you to come play this I was like okay and I I ended up not playing for the all star team because the practice was like every it was like five or six days a week from like. 5 p.m. to like 8 p.m. And I was like, I want to have a life. I don't want to do this. So I stopped doing that. But yeah, I just hated that fucking coach. And uh, I would just, I would sit there and I'd, I'd talk shit about his kid. Like to him and to his son's face. I'm like, bro, like learn to catch the ball. And then I'd we'd do batting practice and he'd fucking hit me with a pitch every single time. I'm like this guy fucking sucks. Like what a, what a piece of shit. Like how fucking soft are you? They have to hit a, a, a kid. With the baseball, you have to be in a kid with a baseball because you're offended that he's talking about how your son can't catch a baseball or throw a ball. It's like, why don't you go over there, teach your kid how to play, and then come back to me and stop whining, stop hitting me with a baseball. I fucking hate that guy. Tell me no, how you really feel. Show me. Yeah, I, like that's so fucking petty. It's like, really, you're gonna beat me with a baseball because you're upset that your kid sucks? Like, like I was, I was batting like 600 or something. Like I was hit, I was getting the ball in play. I was fast. I could hit the ball. I would, I would get a walk a lot. You know, it's I was, I was actually like good at the time for my age. Your kid sucks. Teach him how to play, and then and then I won't sit over here talking shit the whole time. And then uh, yeah, because that I, I quit playing, and uh, yeah, I went my baseball career. I don't know. That annoyed me though. I I hate that uh that parents. I hate when parents interfere with like their children's sports. It's like. Well, I'm the coach, therefore my kid gets whatever he wants, regardless of how it affects everyone else. It's like, God damn it. God damn it. I don't know. Uh, let me see if there's any other questions before we wrap it up here. Uh, oh, if you woke up tomorrow morning... Oh God, I'm going to read this exactly as is, because this is terribly written. If you woke up tomorrow morning and you was 17 years old again, however, with the current, however, with the knowledge of current you, I'm reading this correctly, by the way, exactly as written, would you choose to follow the same career life path knowing you can be successful or would you take the gamble and pursuit something completely different? If something different, what? So I already said what I was going to pursue. So, I mean, my answer is you wake up, you're 17. Do you, you go for baseball? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I love how we just discussed this I, whole thing without even like. I would I would say sort of the same thing. I would if I was seventeen again. I would I would pursue something different. I'd probably go into soccer, knowing what I know now. I'm way better at soccer than I am baseball. I think. Um, I'm built more for soccer. I'm more of a runner than I am a like a, a baseball player. Runner is a track star. Uh, I don't. I was. <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> it's a meme. Yeah. Um. I was going to say basketball. I was decent at, at basketball at times in school. Like, I think if I had someone like coaching me, like helping me like get my shot on point more, I'd be good. Cause I was, I was excellent at free throws. Um, but I just never played enough to really be good at it. Um, but yeah, I'd probably go for soccer, but then 
as like a plan B, like I, like I said, I'd invest a ton in Bitcoin because I know when it peaked. So I'd sell all of it at its peak and make a shit ton of money that way. I'd be investing in all sorts of stuff. Be betting a lot on like games, like sports and stuff like that. Um, so you just develop yeah, gambling habits. <laughs> it wouldn't be a gambling habit. It would be more like, okay, I know what the outcome so of this rigged. is. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. I'd, I'd have to be careful because I feel like if you go back, if you like do that, like, oh, this guy bet successfully on that the Patriots would come back and beat the Falcons. Yeah, but a lot of uh, people bet you know. that, though. Yeah, I, I just, what I was going to say was like, I bet successfully on all these absolutely bizarre outcomes, right? It's like, I feel like if you if you make these wild bets all the time and you win constantly and you never lose, it's like, oh, well, this guy has like insider information, maybe. I don't know. But the, the Bitcoin thing would be my main thing, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd just try to make a bunch of money. I'd go more for soccer. I don't think I'd ever be like great. I don't think I'd make, I'd go like even semi pro. I think I'd just be playing in like rec leagues a lot, but I'd have fun with that Soccer's knowing that I had all this money into. from like my investments. What's that? Soccer's hard to get into. What do you mean? Like to play it like at the major level. It's expensive. It's shockingly expensive considering all you need are, is a ball. <laughs> and guards and i well, well i i just mean like when you like uh just to play it like you go over to like africa or whatever like they just have a ball that they kick around in their bare feet through like rocks that they set up as like the outlines of the goal like you know what i mean yeah but that's it's like it's so simple to like get started <laughs> and like play it as a kid africa but have water yeah <laughs> but like it's so expensive i forget what it is it's like 1500 dollars a year or something for kids to get into like rec leagues nowadays not like ayso I mean, like, actual, like, leagues. Um, you have to pay, like you were saying, you have to pay for, like, the cleats, the shin guards, and everything, the socks, the, out, the uniform, and everything. But it's, like, I think it's, like, $1,500 a year to, to pay to have your kid be allowed to play in the league. On average, I think, is what it was. It's, like, that is so expensive. Like, for a hobby. It might, I don't know. It might be more than that. I don't remember. But that's absurd. That's absolutely absurd. It's it's us. It's not a rich white person sport, but it's kind of a rich white person sport. But I would, uh, I would definitely, I don't know if I do that. I think I would do like my uncle played, uh, low level soccer as a hobby for years. He, he quit doing it like just a couple years ago before they moved over overseas again. Uh, just cause he was getting older. He's like 50 now. He just, you know, at that age, you don't recuperate as well. And if you get hurt, it's a little bit more serious. He's getting a number of injuries where he's like, all right. I shouldn't be playing this anymore. I shouldn't have uh shouldn't be having to have surgery because I'm getting hurt playing soccer. Yeah. But I would, I would play soccer more, I think. And then knowing that I'm absolutely fine financially because I'm basically cheating stock the stock market with uh, Bitcoin, knowing when it's gonna peak and stuff. I think that's uh that's what I would do. But no idea. Um I'm trying to I don't know. I'm trying to see if there's any other good questions, but hmm. what is your method of blowing off steam or calming down from being angry? Uh, spousal abuse for the most part. I'm um, really taking it out on her. Uh, that's why I spend money on, on good makeup so people can't see it. Uh, that and the dog. Just kicking the dog every chance I get. Really good to help me calm down. 
I didn't hear you said, but self harm. Self harm, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's obviously a joke. I don't, I don't do any of those things. No, nor do I approve of any of that. I, I don't know. I don't get, like, I get upset, but it's more like I'm exaggerating when I do it. Like, if, if I'm sitting here screaming at a game, it's over the top nonsensical. Um, I don't do anything. I'm just like whatever. I don't. I just don't care. Like, there's nothing worth getting worked up for. Um. Here, can you guys talk about the first time you each smoked weed? Never smoked it. I've also never smoked weed. I don't. I have no interest in doing any sorts no of drugs. Or me either. Anything. People, people, people tried to get me to to do to smoke weed plenty of times. I got offered cocaine once by one of my bosses. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, you're out of your goddamn mind. I uh, peer pressure does not work on me. It. I don't care. I don't know. It kind of goes back to my stress things. Like, I just don't give a fuck. Like, why do I care what other people think? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. We don't have any good stories. What about what about the first time you, you got drunk? I'm sure you have a, a story. Yeah, I got absolutely shit-faced. And then my parents woke me up to uh, take me to work. They're like, oh, if you're ne- if you're going to drink, you need to learn how to, to, to you know, drink and go to work in the morning and not miss work because you're drinking uh, I you're like that's my secret I'm always drunk I wanted to kill myself I've never been drunk uh, I don't drink to begin with the only time I ever drank any re- like decent amount of alcohol was at my stepbrother's wedding and uh, my mom and stepdad still say that I was drunk which just isn't the case because I can recite them what my playlist was like I was, list- I had set up a playlist of different Kanye West albums, and uh, when was this? I was still living with them, so it was like 2012, 2013, maybe. And I was like, yeah, this is my playlist I was listening to on the way home. Like I, I wasn't drunk, and uh, they had, uh, I forget what the, what was even in the drink. It was like some sort of tropical themed drink. Might have had like a pineapple juice or something in it. I really rum. I I have no memory of uh, what was in it. It was, it was too long ago. Um. But uh, I was like, okay, yeah, I just kept drinking, drink after drink. But in between drinks, I would drink like one or two glasses of water. So I was going to the bathroom fairly frequently, but I was not getting drunk because I was just flushing it right through my system constantly. And uh, I had no hangover or anything. And I remember uh, the next day they went to pick up my uh, my niece, my stepsister's daughter. And... uh, uh no, they were dropping her back off. That's right. They were watching her because they were at like an after party thing. And my, my they went to meet up with my stepsister. She's like, oh my God, we're so hungover. How's Josh doing? They're like, yeah, Josh is fine. He doesn't seem to have any problems. I was like, yeah, I wasn't drunk. <laughs> I was like, whatever. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was, I don't know what it was bad for me last Go night. I, I was having fun. Like, <laughs> I, It was boring most of the night. And then eventually, you know, started talking to people. Like people that I knew showed up. And, uh, yeah, I don't remember coming home. I don't remember eating a stromboli. <laughs> I just woke up. I just up. picture you, like, at home, like, I need a stromboli. <laughs> no, like, I ordered one to go. I didn't think I did. And I was like, okay. And then I looked at my fucking, my wallet, because I had a $100 bill in there. I still have 60 fucking dollars in my wallet. <laughs> so my tab was only 40 bucks. so I must have been drinking some heavy fucking shit. And 
I still don't remember eating the Cerboli, ordering it, walking out the bar with it. I don't even know if I have my pool stick. <laughs> like, I I woke up so confused in the morning. I, my phone was on the charger. I was, like, actually ready for bed. Like, everything was there. Walk over to my desk. There's this, uh, a thing that the Cerboli was in. I'm like, when the fuck did I eat that? <laughs> so fucking lost. It was scary. Yeah, no, I I drink less now than I did back then, which is to say I don't drink at all now. Uh, when, I, when I was in high school, I drank a bit, but nothing much. Like, I, would, I would just drink like a beer every now and then. And then like uh, my mom had gotten, I forgot, what, what were they? Um, fuck, uh, what's it called? Mike's Hard, like lemonade. They had, it wasn't the lemonade one. They had like mango or something. Yeah. I forget what it was. It's probably the original she had bought, pack. I don't know what you're talking about. Could be. I don't remember. She had those, and I would I would get them every once in a while. Go grab one out of the fridge. And I was like, "This is okay. It doesn't taste like shit," which was nice. Um, a lot of people start on then. After, and then uh, after high school, it was like I said, I didn't drink like at all until my stepbrother's wedding. I drank a bit, and after that, I don't, I don't really drink at all, like at all, at all now. Uh, I got I was getting uh, our guest last week tried to bully me a little bit because I I drink chocolate milk during the podcast recordings. And uh, it's like, yeah, I. This is a cheat drink for me. Chocolate milk is fucking great. Yeah, I don't, I don't approve of uh, of his words, but uh, yeah, I drink chocolate milk during the podcast recording, and then I basically just drink water, the rest of the time. It's like this is uh this is about maintaining a a diet so I can get in in shape. It's like once I'm at like where I want to be, I'm probably gonna maintain the same diet because it's like why would I. I have no interest in drinking for one. It's just not my thing. I don't, I don't, I don't drink like I, I, food and drinks aren't a thing I do to like take up time and like entertain myself. You know what I mean? Like it, I feel like a lot of people, and this isn't like me putting people down, but like, I feel like a lot of people drink because it's like a social activity. That's just not a type of, it's not my style of social activity. Um, yeah, also, I don't like the taste of alcohol in general, unless it's like a specific mixed drink. I drink like women drinks, essentially, is what it is. I like the fruity, sweet drinks <laughs> when I have them. It's like, yeah, this is, but even then, it's like, eh, I don't, I don't want this. I can, I can make just as tasty drinks that aren't alcoholic. I don't know. That's my thing. Maybe, uh, Maybe right, like when I start getting older, I'll just get into really hard drugs. Like I'll start doing meth and heroin just to see what it is. <laughs> just do a complete one eighty. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna really gonna take a hard turn. I'm tired of being uh, a good person my test. entire life. Time to do fucking cocaine. Yeah, I, I don't even think cocaine's that that rough of a drug. I think that's a fairly recreational drug. Sorry, let me get you fucking meth. Right. Am I wrong? Like I, I've always had that thought. Like cocaine is a, definitely a step up from, like, from pot, for sure. But I've never thought of it as like a hard line drug. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like meth, like crack, uh, like heroin. Those are like risky, dangerous drugs. Cocaine is just like, yeah, you're you're gonna injure your nose if you snip, if you snort too much of it. But it's not like a, a really hardcore drug. I could be completely wrong. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, That's just my perception of it. A lot of people in my town know the experts about drugs. Yeah, I, I, This is my knowledge based on 
TV shows and movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, Scarface. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough. Do you, did you have the, the police officer come in for like the D.A.R.E. program when you were in school? No. You didn't have that? No. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought that was like a state thing. I don't know. We had the, yeah, it was like sixth grade, I think. They had a police officer come in and he has like this, uh, I don't know, it's like maybe two foot by two foot like board that has like little squares in it and each square has like a, like a, dr- a different drug in it. And it's like, this is what like, this is like what marijuana looks like. This is what like cocaine looks like. This is meth or whatever. I have no memory of this hardly at all. I just remember this being a thing. And he'd like show it like, this is how you can identify it. That way, if you see this, you know how to tell the police officer what you saw. And uh, it was like that. He's like, this is what the effects are. So you can tell that way. And uh, I don't remember much else about that. I just remember that. And then they, they gave us like the, the goggles to simulate being drunk. And uh, even at even at that age, I remember he's like, all right, so this is uh, the sobriety test. And like the final step is, you know, we handcuff you, put you in the car. It's like, that shouldn't be a step in the test. Like if the step involves arresting the person, it's not a test. It's just faking it until you get to arrest them. Like you're not giving them a chance. Like you're just having them do this whole thing, a show and dance before you arrest them. But I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised. You know, I really thought that was like a state mandated thing for schools. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. Then again, my school also mandated that we all take our hunter and trapper safety education course as part of our science class grade. So maybe my school is just fucking weird. But anyway, we're uh, we went longer than expected. Just us, just us, uh, just us boys this week. Might have a guest lined up for for next week. I mentioned previously about doing the uh, the second show. The I do my own research podcast. It's been. I'm gonna pull this up real quick. When the last time was, either of the guys messaged me. It's been uh. March 16th, when I last heard back from them. So I've I'm gone ahead and started work on that without them. If they decide they want to message me back, it's fine. I have no hard feelings. But it's like, I'm not going to sit here and wait for them to figure shit out on their own end. I'll deal with it on my own. So I'm going to move forward with, the, with that podcast. Again, it's like a social events, social issue slash current event sort of style podcast focusing mainly on stuff going on in the U.S. And uh, it's not going to have a set schedule at first, maybe. And I'm going to record like a test audio only episode, I think, just ex- laying it out, explaining it, uh, and it just kind of a way for me to figure out how I want the editing process to work for it, and then we'll we'll get the episodes recorded. I'm going to record a bunch of them in advance and then put them out, I think, weekly that way, um, but we'll see. I'm trying to figure out, I might redo my office layout so I can uh, do like more of a visual uh, show with it, but I don't know. I don't know how I can really rearrange my desk and have it still work in the office. Because if I move the desk out from the uh, the wall at all, it's going to be a pain in the ass. Like, the office is going to be so clunky, and it's gonna it's just not going to work well, I don't think. So, I have to figure that out, but we'll see. What if I, I might, what if I order another desk, right? We've already had this conversation. <laughs> what if I order another one, and I just attach it again? That would be crazy. I don't know if I can fit it, but. We'll figure it out. But anyway, that, that show's coming 
sometime this month. I'm going to throw that out. I'm going to say it. Sometime this month in April. And since this episode comes out, what, the uh, 6th? No, this, what is this? The 13th, I guess, this episode will come out. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> that'll give me two weeks to put something together. Uh, the test episode will be out at least for sure. Um, but I'll be, uh, I'll be working away on the, uh, the other episodes. We'll see. I want I think I want to get a couple under my belt and edited first before I put them out. Um, cause it does take me time to research and edit it. It's going to be a lot more work than this show for sure, but stay on the lookout for that. And, uh, the page, the website, uh, on the page on our website should be up shortly. I've been figuring out how I want the design to be, but that'll be up very shortly for sure. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, it should be up. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, other than that, go check out deadjesterproductions.live. It's got links to all of our stuff on it. And uh, yeah, catch us on Twitch. Kyle streams frequently throughout the week. Uh, I stream mostly on Saturdays, occasionally throughout the throughout the week, Mondays in particular. And uh, yeah, catch us on there. Deadjester Productions on Twitch and YouTube. I-I-F-A-T-E-E. That's fate on Twitch. Twitch. Check us both out. I appreciate everyone listening. Um, I've had a uh, had good numbers lately, so I appreciate that. Had some good interactions with people. Good feedback from the show. Uh, yeah, it's been good stuff, and I appreciate everyone listening. Kyle, anything else you want to add before we wrap up here? Nope. You want you didn't want to drag it out. I don't know for maybe like forty more seconds, so we hit an hour and a half. Nope, because I'm getting spammed. <laughs> Uh, have you played any more Dying Light? No. Two. Ooh, that's a shame. Holy fuck! It's a real bro. shame. <laughs> I click Overwatch. I'm on it for thirty seconds. I already have thirty fucking invites. This is why I appear offline. I can't be bothered. I don't. I don't want to have to deal with it. I don't want people inviting me. If I want to play with with people, I, I will I can't go online. Play with them, but I. Oh my fucking Christ! There's there's other. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. I don't want to have to deal with it. And that's why we are ending the show now. Bye, everyone.